the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And welcome to Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. Uh, but it didn't take long for the craziness to start all over again. Uh, another flash crash in the currency markets. Uh, the, the British pound hitting new all-time record lows. Uh, we had the, uh, the Chinese renminbi uh, below 7 renminbi to the dollar for the first time in a long time. The Japanese yen. Uh, back to 145. Uh, things are continuing to, to get weirder and weirder. Uh, talks about emergency meetings at central banks. Uh, nobody can wait six weeks. Uh, we've decided we can't wait every other week. Uh, we've got my son, uh, Joey's joining us this morning along with Jason. To kind of really just talk about things, the the Dow uh, hitting new lows. It's down another, almost another hundred points uh, as we speak, and uh, bond yields shooting up all over the world as inflation uh, continues to roar. And Jason, it's created a lot of confusion out there. Yeah, when it comes to uh, comparing currencies to each other, it's it's quite the game, and uh, with, with the World economic markets uh, in turmoil. It's gonna it's gonna be a rocky road from here on out, Joe. It's it's this is gonna be some crazy stuff. It's it's happening right now. Yeah, this is not so normally. So we, we've been through these things before, but the currency crisis they were in like emerging markets, you know, right? We we all oh, Argentina's got a problem again, right? Oh, these African countries got a problem. Again, and, and no, nobody, nobody really worried about it all, all too much. But now uh, this is hitting all the all the major countries of the world. And, and Joey, they keep repeating the same thing. It's not that the dollar's strong; it's just that these other places uh, they're, they're they're in worse shape than than we are. And, and, and it's it's really causing a lot of confusion out there uh, with, with people wanting to know what to do with their money. Yeah, exactly, Joe. It's it's uh, just looking at the yen last week, and I think the yen is is uh, if you look at some sort of a correction going on there, uh, it really looks like uh, selling off U.S. Treasuries is going to be what these markets. It's, it's going to be their go-to play, which is going to cause even more damage worldwide, Joe. Yeah, it it, it really is a, a, an interesting thing. Uh, the British. 10-year note now uh, out yielding uh, the U.S. notes. Uh, there's talk uh, about ending quantitative tightening. Again, it's just talk and speculation, uh, but we're really just going to have to wait and see uh, how it works out. And I guess we don't we don't have Joey on, Jason. Let's. Uh, I'm checking with Jack. Not. Okay, he's there. He's there. Go ahead. Go ahead, he's Joey. There. Joey, go ahead. 
Yeah, I, I missed what, what was talked about the last minute. I just kind of heard the introduction. Um, so, yeah, no, I think right now there's a lot of chaos going on with all these different currencies fluctuating, going up and down. It's, hey, how strong is the dollar? Should we be afraid about what's happening? And I think, yeah, we should be concerned. I don't think it brings reason for us to completely give up on what's going on. I think we should still be smart, making good moves, and having hope for the future. Um, well, well I listen, I, I've had a lot everything. of people, they, they, they call here, they call here because, oh, I don't remember Joey's number, and they, they're, they're talking about, they've been listening, and, and you've been telling everybody, call me, at least let me make sure you're positioned right. Uh, Northwestern Mutual, you guys have been at this for 170-plus years. Uh, we talked about the last time you were on, there's only six companies in the world that are considered the highest AAA-type rated companies. You're one of them. I think you're the only financial company. Uh, and and a lot of these investors are being told, hey, just stay in, just stay in. You know, this has always been, just stay in, just stay in. But you guys actually do it differently. You're like, yeah, stay in. But let's, let's adjust to the realities. And right now the reality is that we are in a rate hiking cycle. The dollar's been rallying. There are things that you can do that's going to save your backside a lot of heartache and pain if, if you make those changes. Yeah, right. And there's, there's things going on in the market right now. We see stocks and equities are down. We look at treasuries and things like that. Those are yielding 3%, 4%. And it's as high as it's ever been in a long, long, long time. So there's certain little things we can be doing, transitioning our money from equities into our safe markets like treasuries and being able to reap those rewards, right? Um, it's making sure we're properly allocated. Listen, if you're very uncomfortable right now, you can't sleep at night, that means you're too aggressive in the market and we should change it. Um, you know, they have, I hear a lot of advisors telling their clients, hey, we need to stay in, let's stay super aggressive. Now, I may agree to an extent, but if you're losing sleep, Every night over this stuff, we shouldn't be investing our money like that, right? At the end of the day, you're the one putting the hours in. You're the one making this money. If you're uncomfortable with how it's invested or this market right now is scaring you, at least make the phone call. Let's have a conversation. Let's talk about where you're at. And then let's devise a plan to say, hey, maybe we should do X, Y, and Z or leave it where it is. It's really all about, you know, what's comfortable for you? What's the timing of the market? What's your time frame for retirement? and things like that. I think that life's too short to be losing sleep over things like this. And if, if you are, we should allocate our money to be more conservative. Joey, we're coming up on the break. Give out your number really quickly. Yeah, just reach me on my personal cell phone. That's 602-909-9048. Again, 602-909-9048. Or you can find my information on the KSSC website. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. And, and, uh, it's Monday. Uh, we're going to have Joey on every Monday for the foreseeable future here. Of course, Joey's my son. Uh, he's a uh, financial advisor at Northwestern Mutual. And, and Joey, the one thing I hear, and, you know, obviously we watch a lot of, uh, of financial news and, and 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 a lot of people are being told well you know what the it, it, you you're already down 20 or 30 percent so we're just going to stay invested because a lot of these things we think will come back later and and we, you just need to ride it out which is really the, the absolute wrong thing to do I, I never understood it because if you know the environment you're in 
higher interest rates, the dollars rallying, right? The, uh, the global economy teetering on, on, on recession. There are certain things you should do to ensure you don't lose another 20 or 30 percent of your money. And, and then, hey, when the right hiking cycle comes to an end, which we all know it will, right? At that time, you reallocate again. And you can be more aggressive then, but you can be more aggressive with a lot more money if you do the right thing now. Yeah, and I, I agree with what you're saying. And I think the biggest thing is before all this even happened, there should have been a conversation with your advisor regarding how your money's invested. It was pretty apparent, you know, when the market started going down, that we were we were really going to go down. We were raising, we we're hiking the interest rates and all of that. So if there wasn't a conversation three months ago two months ago about how we're invested in our portfolio, I think that's a red flag. Um, and certainly right now, if people are getting more aggressive, there is a chance this thing keeps going down and you're losing 40% of your money. Now, I think it's very important to stay disciplined. And if we are down 20%, we're not pulling out all of our money, right? But we're reallocating the way it's being worked into things and making sure that we're not locking in this 20% loss. But I think the biggest thing to focus on is why were we so aggressive before all of this happened, right? You know, we went through the small COVID cycle where it went down 20%, then shot back up. And then after that, you know, we should have known, hey, let's be a little bit more conservative with our dollars because something else is brewing up, and here it is, and we are here now. And I think it's important that before this happened, you probably should have gotten a phone call from your advisor or at least had a conversation about the philosophy of planning and how we want to invest our dollars. And if that didn't happen, I'm more than willing to talk to you, talk about some strategies, and just revisit what's going on and take a look at how you're being invested. And I think that's the, the key part is when you know that, okay, we're uh, the next big change in the market is coming, uh, you guys over there at Northwestern Reach, you guys reach out to your clients and say, okay, let's, let's reallocate again. Right. Let's take advantage, because as you know, if you miss the, the, the 10 biggest day, either up or down on Wall Street every year, you miss a lot of the move. Yeah, you know, all the big moves really happen in those 10 days, like you said. And it's just how are, we, are we, is our money in the market? Are we allocated correctly? Are we overly aggressive? If you're in your 50s, if you're in your 60s and you're an 80 percent equity, 70 percent equities, I think we have a problem there. You're way too aggressive. The market is way too volatile, especially in these conditions. There's a lot of things going on outside of America. A lot of things happen in foreign markets that is stirring the pot here for us financially. And I think, you know, in these uncertain times, I'd rather be safe than sorry, right? We should be pretty conservative right now considering all the weird and crazy things that are going on and really things we haven't seen in a long, long time. You know, the treasuries are actually shielding 3 to 4%. It's crazy. You know, bonds were down 12% historically, and now they're starting to kick back up with interest rates raising. So it's how do we reposition our money to take advantage of these safe opportunities? Joey, I think there's things that are happening that have never happened before. So I think that's another thing that people that listen to a Patriot Trading News Hour are starting to understand that this, the current situation may be similar to others, but it is unique. And in my my understanding of what's happening it, it, there might be a little time for you guys to call joey the, you know, it may it may last a few months or a year uh we may have a slow crash but uh, as joey said many times it may start slow and then all at once i think there's very likely 
uh, let's just take Japan, what Joe started with, uh, uh, or he started with the Euro, but let's go with the J- Japan. Japan has a lot of U.S. Treasuries. There's this reverse repo market. It's just a big pile of cash. What Japan needs, and who knows which banks have their money sitting there, they need to, to convert their treasuries into cash and buy their own currencies while this thing is crashing. That that two trillion dollars sitting in that reverse repo is going to be used, I think, in this in this fashion, which could buy the markets a little bit of time so that they can crash it. In my opinion, on a, a Republicans' watch uh, here in the next couple of years. So I'll, I'll put it to, 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 to the listeners this way: when it comes to Joey and what he can do for you, did you do you like going to Walmart and buying your toilet paper and it's not a big deal? Or did you like when 2020, when it, it just disappeared and you went in there and there was nothing there? Uh, do not wait to call Joey to help uh, help you with your your financial needs. Call now when it's really easy, right, Joe? Yeah, that's the important part. And, again, I, I know a lot of people are, are, are feeling uh, pretty hopeless right now because uh, maybe they're, they, they haven't been in the markets and, and they're just, you know, inflation's eaten up. A, a lot of their money, and a lot of people are like, "Man, I'm never going to be able to retire." Uh, but but you can do a lot with a little, can't you? Over time, right? A little here and a little there. It's like our metals plan. Our metals plans. Uh, hey, you know, some people they're only doing a hundred dollars a month, but when they've been in the plan for four or five years, and all of a sudden, hey, I got a I got a good pile of gold and silver. Uh, investing your money with Wall Street, it's the same way because as as we know. Social Security is not enough for a lot of people because of, unfortunately, how 401Ks work. They don't get reallocated properly, and they, they, they're in these 401Ks. They end up borrowing against it. They do all these other things. They, they get hit with oversized losses. It's not enough. But if you have the right people in your corner, you got the right plan in place, a little bit, a little bit here and a little bit there, Joey can go a long way. Yeah, it goes a tremendous ways. I mean, we're just implementing small steps at a time. This plan isn't built in one year. We're not going to make you do a hundred different things. We're going to do one thing every step at a time. You know, I'm a big believer. People that some people make millions of dollars, but they're not financially stable. They don't know what's coming in. They don't know what's going out. I don't think that a more money necessarily means you have a better financial plan. I know some people making eighty thousand dollars a year that are way more financially stable. Some compared to people making 500 grand a year. It's about implementing small things step by step, you know, to make sure that our money is working for us and to make sure that we're properly protected from this crazy thing we call life. And I think it all starts with just a conversation and being open-minded to certain ideas and then being disciplined in saving every month and realizing, hey, if we do these little things and the earlier we start these little things, the way more comfortable we're going to be when we enter retirement. I don't want people to be fearful and think that, oh, I have no chance of getting to retirement. I don't believe in that. I think that if we implement the plan, if we start doing things today, I think we're going to be all right. We can't just rely on the government for Social Security or things like that because at the end of the day, they're really not going to help us retire, and it's going to be up to us to remain disciplined, to remain hopeful, and realize that if we start doing these things today, we will be okay in the future, and that is my firm belief. Um, that anyone can retire. We just have to implement a strategy to get there. The key word. And I, and I got to bring this up too, Joey. Janet Yellen, she's been talking about taxes, taxes, taxes. 
right, and the need yep. to increase taxes. Uh, we, we're, they're hiring all of those IRS agents. Tax planning's got to be a big part of this. A lot of people don't even know. They think they're doing great, and then they realize, oh, wait a minute, my, my financial advisor didn't do a very good job uh, of, of tax preparation, and all of a sudden I need to, I need to start living on this money, and, and, and people can get decimated with that. That's another big factor that you guys uh, do a lot of. No, it's a huge factor. I love that you brought that up. We, uh, we're talking to a guy making, you know, around 500000 He's got over a million in his investments. And, you know, he's like, yeah, I have a financial plan through my advisor. We're like, oh, that's great. We'd love to see it. Sent it over, and there was no tax planning on there. And we were like, hey, you know, did you know any strategies to save on taxes? Because we ran the analysis, and he would have been losing 40% of his money every time he withdrew from his market tied investments due to his tax income bracket. Whereas with us, we would have found ways to store his money and put it in the tax beneficial buckets where we wouldn't be paying those taxes in retirement. The biggest expense in our lifetime is going to be taxes. We're in a historically low tax bracket right now, and it's only going to get higher as the more money we are spending. Um, who's going to pay for that? It's going to be you and me. So, again, there's all these different things, and you keep talking about this plan uh, and it's something that you do over time, obviously, right, depending on your age, depending on on, on uh, your income. It'll depend a lot about how we you go about implementing those plans. Yeah, exactly. It, all of it, we put it all into one place. We show you where we're coming from. We show you our analysis, and we show you why we're doing certain things. We don't proceed with any part of our plan until you know exactly what is going on and why we are doing it. We are big, big, big on transparency. If you don't know how your money is working for you, then you should get out of there and leave. Um, you shouldn't be doing things. You shouldn't transfer money over to anybody unless you see a plan and you know how it works step by step. And that's something we do. We educate all of our clients specifically on what is going on so that you know how your money is working and you know the strategy would have in place and so that you can go to bed every day comfortable knowing that you're going to be okay no matter what crazy things we're, going, we're doing in our country or no matter what crazy things are going on outside of our country, that our plan is bulletproof and we've implemented strategies to cover taxes, to cover risk, and to grow our money. Joey, we're coming up on the break, and I know you got to get, get out of here. you got clients to meet. Uh, give out your number one last time. Yeah, you can reach me at my personal cell. This is 602-909-9048. Again, that's 602 602- Nine zero nine nine zero four eight. You can always find my contact information on the KHNC website, and uh, look forward to any conversation or talking with any of the listeners out there, and seeing if I can help out and be of value to you. Joey, always great having you. Have a great week. Uh, we'll talk again on next Monday. Uh, the Dow is at the lows of the session here, twenty nine three and change, down a couple of hundred points. Uh, the S&P has gone negative as well. And, and Jason, uh, this is really a, a currency crisis brewing. I think a very good possibility that the central banks of the world are going to have to, as you said, start buying each other's currencies. Uh, the problem with that is that means you've got to sell what you've got, uh, mm-hmm. which for a lot of these places, that's treasuries. 
At the same time, we've got quantitative tightening. This thing's just a big mess. That's exactly right. So you talked about uh, the euro. You know, well, let's just say Japan. You know, Japan doesn't hold just dollars. Uh, why do I get the feeling they just started dumping euros, and that's creating this situation so that they can get euros and buy their yen? That's what's happening. The yen finally stopped tanking. Was it last Friday? I don't know what, how, how it's doing today, Joe. I didn't check it out. Yeah, it's getting – well, today it's gone the other way. So just a perspective, the euro is at 96 and change, so the euro is getting worse. The yen, 144 and a half. Uh, so it's near the the, the worst levels. Remember, uh, they had to intervene. The, the, the yen was up to 147. They got it all the way down to like 141. Now it's all coming all the way back here. Uh, the British pound, uh, it was, it's well off. It, it's doing the Japanese yen of last week. It got to 103 uh, late last night. If you tuned out of the Bronco game, uh, the, and you wa- watch the stock channel, you are seeing, uh, the, the sterling just, just getting crushed. Uh, it, it's back here, but it's still, uh, down again here at 107. Uh, but Jason, a lot of talk about parity, a lot of talk about these countries now kind of upset with the Fed because the, the dollar is, is making inflation worse for these nations as well. We're going to talk more about that, Jason and I, when we get back. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason here on this Monday. Uh, if you're just joining us, uh, it was the really, Jason, pretty much uh, every currency outside of ours kind of in crisis mode. Uh, the euro at new lows uh, the, that we haven't seen in, in a couple of decades. Uh, the, the British pound, the lowest ever. Uh, the Japanese yen back into that area where uh, the Bank of Japan was warning about in, intervention. The Chinese renminbi uh, below seven for the first time in a really long time as well. And, Jason, all these things. Uh, listen, people can't pay their power bill. In Europe, do you understand? We're not talking about, hey, I can't make my mortgage payment. No, I can't pay my power bill. Not because I don't have a job. No, I'm working. Right? I can pay my mortgage payment. I can pay my car payment. I can't pay the power bill. This is what is happening. Uh, China, Jason, I don't know how many times we've told them uh, that they've got the ultimate housing Ponzi scheme going. Look at Japan. Japan just refuses to fight inflation at all, right? Their, their, their 10-year note is only yielding 0.25%. Uh, England, in the last couple of trading days, this is, it's, this is absolute insanity. Their 10-year note has risen almost a full point. Uh, they're now their ten-year notes yielding like four point two percent this morning. Uh, it, it's just incredible all of the things that are happening. And of course, uh, everybody here at home, well, at least the guys on the stock channels, screaming at the Fed about you're raising rates too much. This big recession's coming. What 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 are you doing? You're you're you owe the Jeremy Siegel this morning saying the Fed owes the American public an apology for their ridiculous policies. 
That's right, Joe. That's right, and, and it really is a, a rigged game. There's, it's, I, I just look at it, Joe, and it sure seems like there's a, a lot of manipulation as to how, where it's going and the timing of it, Joe. I just, you know, for, for people to listen to this stuff and know how rigged it is, how bad central banks are for, for the population and how it's rigged towards a, a few at the top versus everybody else while working and slaving at the bottom, it's it's you almost cheer for the crash because it looks like their system is in is in turmoil that they're losing. Unfortunately, they've seen these systems come to an end and they just change it to something else. This is why it's re- really, Joe, you, we got to figure out how to take care of ourselves because it's, it's really not going to be out of their power anytime soon. Yeah, that that's exactly right. It, and we're watching all of this and and we're seeing more and more people uh, get more and more vocal uh, about what the Fed did and didn't do. Uh, Jeremy Seeley, he's the Wharton School guy, uh, Nobel laureate, all this, all this stuff. He's on TV all the time uh, saying that Chair Powell uh, should offer the American people an apology for such poor monetary policy that he's pursued. The, uh, that the Fed has pursued over the last few years. Remember, he got rewarded by all that by getting reappointed. And no offense to Siegel, where was this two years ago? He wasn't saying any of that stuff. He was out there repeating the same garbage that the Fed was repeating uh, about inflation being transitory. But now he's saying that the Fed is way too tough that they're going to cause a recession, that Chair Powell is uh, talking about all this jobs data, talking about uh, uh, the jolts data, about jobs that are available, talking about uh, the labor turnover data and how the how the labor markets are tight. And now Siegel's saying, well, guess what? They were tight a year ago. When and you weren't worried about inflation then, so why are you worried about it now? If the markets, uh, the labor markets are, are as tight as they were a year ago, a year ago you're still telling people it was transitory. That's right, Joe. That's right. And uh, it wasn't transitory, was it? It was. It was far from transitory. In fact, well, I mean, so me and you were the only two people out there telling people it wasn't. Right. Well, unless transitory just means to transform into something different, because <laughs> it transformed into a lot of inflation that's going to be here for a long time. You know, if they really wanted to squash it, they could squash it, Joe. And there's there's got to be some reason why they're just doing this like little tap tap dance and slowly going after it. You know that I think they're trying to have their so-called soft landing or whatever this new uh, world system, this digital currency. I think it just seems like they're buying themselves time. That's what it looks like. Yeah, and, and look, listen to this one. This is, it gets creepier. So we are talking about uh, the pound and, and, and the trouble that it's in. The currency crisis keeps rolling here. Uh, but this one came uh, out over the weekend that banking and financial firms in London are closely uh, uh, studying and updating contingency plans because they're thinking that there won't be electricity to protect themselves and their customers if when the power goes out in the winter. Banks are in discussing the idea and encouraging work-from-home policies, uh, developing uh, plans for, could you imagine, without the power, your, 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 your ATM cards don't work, right, Jason? Your credit cards don't work. None of that stuff works. 
Exactly, Joe. We, we are heading into a, a – a, uh, I was listening to Jim Rickards uh, over the weekend talk about uh, – he calls the new digital currency company, he calls it the uh, surveillance currency. <laughs> that's, that's what he calls it. The surveillance currency is on the way. He likes to call them uh, Biden bucks. I, I don't think you should give Biden that much uh, credit, actually. He didn't make this up. He's just the he's yeah. just the tool he's that's just in place. The puppet that's there. Yeah, I I, I love that. On How the next this? on the next segment, Joe, just real quick on the next segment, I got a Jordan Peterson. It's only like a minute and a half. I want to play it because he really he has an interview with Piers Morgan. I don't like Piers Morgan, but he leaves him speechless. He basically sums up what's going on this winter in a minute uh, thirty piece. It's it's breathtaking when you hear it because he he nails it better than I think you and I have done over the last few months about what we're heading into. London barely avoided a blackout this weekend. They had to go out into the electricity market and where it was buying power at $11,812 per megawatt hour. That is absolutely insane. That is 5,000% higher than the typical price. So let's just say in London, I don't know, their their bill was, power bill was 300 bucks. But now they're saying, hey, it's 5,000 times more than that. And all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, I just got a $30,000, $40,000, $50,000 power bill, Jason. And Jordan Peterson. It's crazy. It's insane. Jordan Peterson's going to talk about this in this little clip we're going to play. And uh, he's going to start, he's, he hit, he at the very end, he hits a very sore spot, a very s- scary, dark thing at the end, which is, you know, what what are we really heading into? So uh, we'll, we'll have it on this. I think Joe's going to love this because Jordan Peterson, he's, he's logic. All he is is logic. You're going to get a lot of common sense on the other side of the break. 800-951-0592. Uh, gold's down seven here, 16.35. Uh, silver, which silver had been up most of the day, it's down five cents here, eighteen seventy-seven. Uh, the Dow is down two hundred and twenty-five, twenty-nine three six five. The S and P, the Nasdaq, all lower as well, Jason. And uh, we got this clip ready again. What are we setting ourselves? up for it's hard to put into words and sometimes it helps hearing somebody else put it into words for us absolutely i I talked about jim rickards a little bit earlier i was listening to him talk about how this digital currency is going to force us into this green energy which absolutely is going to well jordan peterson he's been asked a lot by a couple interviewers about what he thinks about vladimir putin and what's going on in in europe and asia and uh, this is just a piece of the uh, the Piers Morgan uh, interview. Where Piers Morgan, he's he's the kind of the liberal that's supposed to be sort sort of speaking the other side. He doesn't have anything to say. Everything that Jordan Peterson, you know, it's a longer interview. We're just gonna this one piece is kind of sums up where the world is headed right now. So Jack, let's let's play that and uh, get Joe's reaction. And we can't say no to Putin because we sold our soul for his oil and gas, and we did that to elevate our moral stature in relationship to saving the planet. And so here we are, facing a very dire winter, hoisted on the petard of our own foolishness and moral presumption. We're saving the planet. We'll see. I don't think so. It doesn't look like it to me. And this this is the most catastrophic issue here. Assuming that we're facing an environmental 
crisis of planetary proportions, which is not something I buy, by the way, assuming we are, well, then I would imagine that you would put in place measures that would ameliorate that problem instead of exacerbating it. But all the measures you're putting in place are actually making the environmental problem worse. So how is that even vaguely acceptable? And I look at that and I think, oh, I see. It's just like George Orwell said about middle-class socialists 50 years ago. It's not that you love the planet. It's that you hate humanity. So, well, have at her, boys and girls. And we'll see what happens this winter. And it's very terrifying to me, especially here. You know, because your energy prices have gone way out of control, and that's going to hurt a lot of poor people, mm. and, and certainly around the world as well. The World Bank already estimated that we've put 350 million people into what they call a food insecurity, 350 million. That's three times as many as the communists managed to kill. Maybe we can manage that in a winter. But the planet has too many people on it anyway, so, you know, that's just poor people. There you go, Joe. Jordan Peterson. That's just poor people. Uh, and, and again, I, I, I don't know uh, the, the, the answer here. The, the policies are idiotic. Uh, anybody who thinks that we can somehow survive on, on wind and solar uh, doesn't have a grasp of reality at all. Uh, and, and again, we're starting to see uh, what happens to societies uh, when you no longer have a, a re- and I'm going to say relatively, a relatively cheap source of energy, Jason? Yeah, there's an inexhaustible amount of oil. And if people want to say that burning oil is, is destroying the planet, I'm sorry, they're just wrong. Maybe we need to find a new energy. I think there are, there are energies out there that certain individuals on this planet, you know, certain families know about that we're not allowed to use. But we go away from that for a moment. We, we could burn trees. Well, look, you, you want to have a bad atmosphere. Look what, well, look what burning trees does. That's, well, that's hey, biofuels. Let's face it, in, in large parts of Europe now, that's exactly what they're doing. Because it's considered a green energy. It's renewable because you can grow another tree. But you know what? It pollutes way worse. We, we burn oil because that is the most efficient and clean there is. There's coal and there's oil. That's it. And there are, I'm going to say this, Joe, we have got on the Half Empty Cup of Joe, we have these really, really smart people that come on. They talk about, you know, uh, electromagnetic energy. There, there are things out there, but we don't have those. For, for, uh, the way we're sitting, we're looking at people in countries on the, in the West getting rid of the ability to pump out more oil and, and create more oil and make it cheap. Because they have all these backroom deals with different countries and other different globalists across the planet. And, uh, well, just like Jordan Peterson says, it's shocking because for poor people, you know, hundreds of millions could die if, if the wrong situation happens. Can you imagine, Joe? Can you imagine if it, you know, the energy crisis they've created kills 50 million people this winter? It, it, would, be, it would be devastating. It ain't, it ain't nothing like COVID when uh, people are starving to death. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, when you can't uh, heat your homes, uh, it, and what do you do, right? What do you do when you can't you can't heat your home, right? You, you freeze to death. I mean, it's just it's pretty simple. Uh, people don't, and, and again, I know uh, we try to do the best job we can of explaining this to people. I don't, you know, obviously uh, our our mainstream media does a good job of not giving you the full scope of this. Why is the pound falling out of bed? 
because they said, you know what, we've got to pay for all this power or, you know, we could have millions and millions of people die uh, from, from hypothermia, from frostbite, so we, 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 and they don't have any money. At the same time, central banks, they're talking about, hey, we got to have emergency meetings to raise rates even higher. And all of a sudden, this debt bomb that, let's face it, we have one, but so does Europe, so does England, so does Japan, so does China, this debt bomb seems like it's getting ready to go off simultaneously all over the world. It absolutely is happening, Joe. And, and, and here's the thing. Is it going to blow up all at once or is it going to blow up a little at a time? It doesn't really matter. That's why we sell gold and silver. This is why we put your son on. you got to prepare yourself when things are calmer and better than they are going to be in the future. So you know, give us a call. You're right, right, Joe? 800-951-0592. Gold is outside of the craziness of this system we're in. It, it holds its value. So we got one more segment, guys. Patriot Trading News Hour. We'll be right back. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, $20 gold pieces. Still nineteen ninety-five. dollars uh, And Jason, the gold markets, the silver markets, once again, Starting to separate from these paper markets, uh, as as uh, again the, the the currency crisis that continues uh, to unfold here. Uh, seemingly now, almost all of the G7 nations uh, are in some type of currency predicament, and and and, and again, I, this is. You know, Jeremy Siegel probably had it right. Of course, he wasn't seeing this tune a year ago, but we were. Uh, and this is why Jason and I, we, we've been saying this from day one. Uh, there's no good choices here. There's no easy way out here. Uh, this is the situation that the central banks put themselves in. Uh, they, 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 their only solution, and it's always been the only solution to any problem they've ever had, Jason, is the creation of more debt. That is how they enrich themselves. It's a private corporation. The Federal Reserve and all central banks are private corporations with just usually a, a dozen or two dozen actual uh, heavy interests, and they only enrich themselves at the, uh, I guess, at the at the disaster of everybody else around them, Joe. We, we uh, as the people... Uh, pay what 35 percent 30 percent 25 percent federal income taxes to get what from your federal government endless wars and and and, and bad decision making and and uh, all kinds of really bad spending plans uh that's how they steal it from us you, we give it to them to pay down some of the interest on that debt as they continue to make it bigger and bigger every year and it's just a, it's just a ponzi scheme joe we we all uh, voluntarily and a lot basically pay into the Ponzi scheme. Every time you pay your federal income tax, you're paying into this scheme. That's the Federal Reserve System, and it's it's. Uh, I wish more people would wake up to it, Joe. Yeah, and again, I, I think that uh, it, it's a situation now where. Uh, either you're prepared for what's coming, and if you're not preparing for what's coming, uh, uh, you know, repeats and, and shades of really the last couple of crises, you know, the financial crisis, uh, the dot-com bubble, uh, but, but on a much bigger scale now because you're seeing, you know, like I said, these – 
these developed nations that that uh, were supposed to be protected by the bankers themselves, uh, essentially now, Jason, uh, having having their own currency crises because hey, this is at a point where we need to take stimulus away because of the inflation. Yet the inflation's so bad, we need to give stimulus so people don't freeze to death. <laughs> well, that's how you. To, uh, take whatever little blood is left in the middle class and the business class as you you suck it out of them and then you you make sure that the uh, the poor get just enough to live on just enough so that so that you can keep pushing this system now this this is why I, I keep saying that we're heading for the dark ages we're, we're, we're gonna we're end up in a, a place of lords and peasants and it's not going to be friendly to the average person because you won't have a choice to revolt you know this digital currency is 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 complete control Joe it means you can't you can't refuse or you can't rebel against the system that's in place because you won't be able to buy food or pay rent. 800-951-0592. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 